0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day. Are more flips on the horizon for Hugh Freeze and the Auburn Tigers? You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the
0: Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host Zach Blackerbeam. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. We're talking recruiting with Locked On Recruiting Insider Brian Smith, and of course, the recruiting coverage here brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedincom slash on College terms. And conditions apply. Brian, there has been so much chatter. It seems like Auburn's in it with a lot of folks. And you and I were chit-chatting before we clicked record. There's no telling how many guys Hugh Freeze in this staff flip. It could be none, it could be four or five. It's really going to come down to early signing day, which is now less than a week away, which is exciting as this goes up. Let's start with two Florida Gators commits. And remember, Auburn's already flipped one Florida Gator commit with Jamonta Waller, and I think Jamonta Waller is playing a factor in the recruitment of these two guys as well. Let's start with Amaris Williams, then we'll work our way to L.J. McCray. But really, in the last 24 hours, the feel and excitement and potential of Auburn flipping Amaris Williams from Florida to Auburn, it's starting to tick up just a little bit. Are you feeling the same thing here?
0: Based on what I've heard, he had a great visit and yeah. he really clicked with coach Garrett. If you're going to come to Auburn or whatever school, you need to like your position coach and he went out of his way to talk about him in interviews. That means that Ford is probably in trouble. Uh, I don't even know if they figured out their staff changes all the way yet and that's hindering them in general, but Auburn needs D Lyman anyway and it's an easy sell. This this is not trending good for the Gators.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How much does a guy like okay, Marcus Harris is gone. He declared for the NFL and we don't at the time of us recording this, we don't know the feeling about Rogers. I kind of think he's going to leave, but we'll see what happens. There's a massive hole there. We're going to talk about defensive linemen recruiting in the transfer portal later in the show. But as far as true freshmen coming in, you look at Amaris Williams, you look at LJ McCray, both these guys potentially good enough to play early. Does that help Auburn in the, in this, in this uh, scenario?
0: Well, most of these kind of kids that are that highly rated expect to play but Auburn doesn't even have to like, like they're not even, you know, and sometimes you got to kind of look at it this direction from this side. It's, it's straight down the middle here. Mm. I mean, it's just true. Auburn doesn't have a lot of depth on the D line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they know they're going to play. I mean, Malik Blockton had told me that a few weeks ago at the Iron It's Like I know I'm going to play, Yeah, you know, like he, it wasn't even in question. So he just went over the depth chart. Like, you know, they just don't have a lot of guys. The math is favoring Auburn. And that's a trendy team right now. It's going to end up with a top 10 recruiting class. They have a lot of positives on their side, trying to get kids like Williams, McRae, et cetera.
1: Yeah, Maris Williams, six two and a half, two hundred and sixty five 265 pounds. He's from North Carolina, Clinton, North Carolina. LJ McRae, an in-state kid who's committed to the Florida Gators, in-state for Florida. He, he is from Daytona Beach, Florida, goes to mainland. And I, I think it's a program you're pretty familiar with, oh, Brian. Man. But when, <laughs> you've talked to LJ McRae several times and we had a conversation about the conversation you had with McCray a few months ago. And you said, look, this kid could go anywhere. He could end up oh. anywhere. He, it sounds like he's a pretty private kid, but Auburn's in this. It certainly seems like Auburn's in this for five star defensive lineman, LJ McCray.
0: There's been a lot of talk about him Florida state and Auburn in the last week or so Florida fans and the people I've talked to are not feeling very good. This like, Florida's class is imploding. Let's just falling
1: apart, Brian. I've never seen anything like it.
0: I, I mean, look, I've said this on Olsen's show, Locked on Gators. It is not hard yeah. to recruit to Florida. They have screwed this up. And Auburn is trying to, you know, take advantage. I mean, y- you should. LJ lives right down the road from UF. Mm-hmm. It should be a slam dunk. That's sad. But anyway, it's, it's a player at a program that everybody recruits in this state. they always got players. They just want a state title. He's a big reason why. This is a great, great program. So I think Auburn's trying to make spin roads in Florida in general. But they, again, this is a D-line yeah. thing, man. Like he knows he's going to get a chance to play early. So yeah, man, look out. Auburn is right there on the doorstep. Florida State's the other one I'd kind of watch. Okay. Um, he's been there recently, but I, I wouldn't want to pick. It's probably kind of a, a close race there. We've got a few days till signing day. A lot of things can change.
1: Do you feel more confident about Amaris Williams than you do LJ McCray as far as Auburn's chances of getting one of these guys?
0: Just the way, and I'm reading into this, this is always dangerous. Yeah, sure. But reading into the article, I was I forget which site it was or whatever. He went out of his way to talk about Garrett, talking about Amaris. When guys go out of their way to talk about the D-line coach, or whatever position it is, really good sign. Mm-hmm. So I don't, like LJ, I know him. I don't know Amaris. But LJ is just one of those kids that likes everybody. He has a hard time saying no. That's his big it. It's a good dude. But Amaris, I don't know. It's just like his his article that I read. Man, I'm like, Auburn's got a really good chance here. And again, Florida's imploding. So if it's not Florida, Auburn or maybe Ohio State, that's the other school that has went after Ameris really hard. And, of course, competing with the Buckeyes for a recruit is always hard. Big-time program. So if Auburn wants to get back on top, though, you have to win those kind of recruitments. I personally believe Ameris is the best interior defensive line recruit in the country. Mm. such a good pass rusher. It's extremely rare to find pass rushers. that are three techniques.
1: Yeah. Before we talk about Auburn's latest commitment, Brian, of course, Seth Wilfred, the Juco product. Let's talk about KJ Bolden, a guy that we've talked about a million times and really nothing has honestly changed that much since we talked about him a week ago. But, it seems like FSU is not going to be the most likely school to get him. It seems like it's either Auburn or Georgia. Do you think he's certainly on flip watch, or do you think the Seminoles actually still have a chance to keep him here?
0: I think they still have a chance because I know Norvell and his staff are really working hard to keep him. Yeah. But at the same time, he went out of his way, just like Ameris. He posted a picture of himself with freeze on social media. <clears throat> Florida State fans should not feel so warm and fuzzy about that. That usually doesn't trend well for the school that a player is committed to. Georgia, I haven't I haven't spoke to any Georgia contacts in the last day or two. But I mean, Kirby Smart's as good a recruiter as there is in the country, and it's in their backyard. KJ goes to Buford, which is maybe an hour from Athens. So yeah, yeah, that's not that's not real shocking. So does Freeze get it done? Because he's kind of like the D lineman, the playing time issue. I mean, he's going to play. Yeah. At Georgia, it's obviously more of an uphill climb. Does he want to be a part of the dynasty kind of deal, or does he want to be a part of the rebuild? KJ another great kid. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. either way. But again, he—I mean—he just posted the picture for Reese, like, I'd Auburn. Auburn. Uh,
1: real interesting. KJ Bolden apparently loves Keontae Scott. Keontae Scott announced earlier yeah. this week that he's returning for another season. At Auburn what does that look like those guys would certainly play next to each other assuming KJ would start um so there's there's a lot of things that point Auburn's direction but Georgia just when they really set their sights on somebody they don't miss
0: not not often. often.
1: and it seems like they've made KJ a priority over the last few weeks so we'll see You, you couple that with the rumors of FSU's NIL kind of being up in the air right now that's certainly a talking point I'm sure Coaches are uh, are bringing that up. I'm sure players are bringing that up, so we'll see. We'll certainly see how that impacts K.J. Bolden and Florida State and what Auburn's chances are for that other five-star um, that, that Auburn's got a chance for, which is uh, certainly certainly exciting. All right, Brian, let's talk about the path to playing time for Auburn's newest commitment, Seth Wilfred, <clears throat> the Juco offensive tackle in just a moment, right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show... Brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. It's the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times your money over at Prize Picks. It's just you against the numbers. You put your team together, your slip together. Instead of battling against thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you pick more or less on two to six player stat projections, and hopefully you watch the winnings. Roll in. So is player A gonna have uh, more than or less than three and a half catches? Or is quarterback B gonna end up scoring a touchdown at all in this game? Check it out. Prize picks, it's so much fun. And if you're like me and uh, you're you're out of the playoff race in all of your fantasy leagues, it, it still keeps fantasy football fun. So go to prizepicks.com slash on college, or you can use prize picks app. It's free and easy to use to search prize picks. And when you make that promo code or make that p- deposit, use promo code Locked On College. Once again, prizepickscom college. get a uh, first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Alumni Hall. Alumni Hall is the best place to buy all of your Auburn gear, all of your Auburn swag. So if you're watching on YouTube, it's where I got this hat, as well as most things that I wear for this podcast. And if you're uh, if you're in the Auburn, Opelika, or Huntsville area, they've got stores in all three of those fantastic cities. And if you can't make it to one of those, go to alumnihall.com. All their stuff officially licensed. Uh, they've got a great relationship with the university, great relationship with the players, with NIL deals. They truly invest in Auburn. So we hope that you invest in them. Alumnihall.com or any of their three physical locations in Auburn, Opelika, and Huntsville. It's a Crouton Thursday as Brian Smith, Lockdown Recruiting Insider, joins us here on the show. Let's talk about Auburn's newest commitment, and that is Seth Wilfred, and he is a junior college product, an offensive tackle, 6'6", just shy of 300 pounds, with three years left to play, Brian. I always love that uh, with kids coming out of JUCO with three years instead of just the traditional two years. You've watched his tape. You're impressed with this kid.
0: He has very heavy hands and he gets up to the second level pretty well. I um, like every guy, he needs more technical work, but like he's a bulldozer, man, and he plays really hard. Auburn has always been since I was a little kid, a school that had guys that were just went all out, kind of just crazy guys in the trenches. They've always had war daddies like that. Yeah. This kid just reminds me when I was a kid and seeing kids like that at Auburn. So maybe that's why I like him so much, but he, here's the great part. He barely played in high school because he was at Bishop Gorman out in Vegas, which is a loaded program. He goes to Juco and ends up being a starter. (laughs) How crazy is that? But he ends up playing and doing pretty well, gets offers. Auburn picks him up. He's got a high upside. He's still got a ways to go. But I think by the end of next year, he'd probably played quite a bit. In his second year on campus, I'd expect him to be a starter.
1: It feels similar to Xavion Miller a year ago, who was one of the best Juco products a year ago. Auburn ended up getting him from Ole Miss around this time last year, Brian, and we heard how raw he was in spring. And then in fall, it's like something clicked and Hugh Freeze said, you know, we can't keep him off the field. So they had to move some guys around. I don't know necessarily if Seth Wilfred is going to be that far ahead of schedule. One, because I think Xavion Miller is a little bit farther ahead than where Seth Wilfred is. But also, I think, I think the room is better now than it was a yeah. year ago. I think Seth has a bigger hill to climb than what Miller did um, this time a year ago. And so, I'm not expecting him to play a whole lot of things. He's going to be the true backup at either left tackle or right tackle. And we'll see how you know who's starting at left tackle, and who's starting at right tackle after this transfer portal era or transfer portal window is done and closed. But I think he's going to be a true backup. He's going to be a true part of the two deep offer. Um, some quality depth for these Auburn Tigers, and he's got a chance to start um, a little over a year from now.
0: Well, here's the thing. You and I had this kind of conversation six months ago. We're like, well, who who are the backups here? And this and that about the O-line. They didn't have a lot of, I mean, you know the roster as well as anybody. Sure. You weren't real warm and fuzzy when you and I had those conversations. If you're going to win big, you have to be able to endure one or even more O-line Players going out and still being good. Auburn wasn't in that spot over the last Mm -hmm. few years. Let's be honest. This is how you get better. And you develop your own guys. So if that's what the big guy does, that's fine. But if he came in again next year, at least he's a good enough player to be a contributor.
1: Yeah, it gives you a chance. Right. And, And Auburn was pretty healthy on the offensive line, all things considered except their center went down and they were just lucky that it was the center and not somebody else because Connor Liu was ready to step in and and he was excellent. He was a freshman All-American named by 247 earlier this week. So worth noting, yeah, you're high on Seth Wilfred. I'm high on him a year from now. I I don't think he's going to play a ton or compete for a starting spot this year, but I do think he's going to be a factor on this offensive line in years to come, which is awesome. With three years of eligibility, you're not as in a hurry to put him on the field. I think that's huge. I think that's absolutely huge. All right, let's talk about some of oops, some of the, the defensive tackles in the portal that Auburn okay. is interested in. And it seems like Michigan State defensive tackle or former Michigan State defensive tackle, Derek Harmon, as soon as he entered the portal, Auburn was on him early. And based off of a few different reports, Auburn's in it for this guy. And it seems like Auburn's in it, Ohio State's in it, And uh, Oregon and Washington are are bugging him as well. So this is a guy I like a lot. He's a true nose, I think, in Auburn's system, Brian. And I think they want that because then it allows you to put Jason Jones at the three technique, which I think could offer a lot of opportunity for this defensive front as it's trying to fill some holes, um, potentially, over the next few months.
0: Anytime you get a 320, 330 kind of guy. That can move? Yeah. I mean, if if, if look at it this way. Under no circumstance can you have a 330-pound guy hitting your quarterback. you got to double him most of the time, even if he's not a quote-unquote pass rusher. Right. Because if he hits your quarterback, it's bad news. So guys like – that's why you can bring in Amaris Williams and guys like that. The recruits are smaller three techs. They're one gap and go guys. Man, that's that's how it works. Look at, look at what Alabama and Georgia have done in the last several years. They have guys like that next to each other, and you can't double everybody. Well, Auburn's trying to do the same thing now. This is a big deal. Finding guys like that is, it's not, there aren't many. There are yeah. very few. So Auburn's got to go wherever they can to get them. And the difference between Auburn's D line in 23 and 24, I think, is going to be humongous, figuratively and literally. Yeah. Because the depth and, and just more size.
1: Mm-hmm. And then the other, and, and it's worth noting that Derek Harmon uh, is a redshirt sophomore. So he would have two years left, if I can count correctly. Joey Slackman is another guy. He is uh, hes in the portal. He is from Pitt, excuse Pitt. me, Penn, Penn, very close, almost the same <laughs> thing. Uh, he is from Penn and it seems like it's an Auburn, Florida battle for him, but this is a dude, 6'4, 300. You've watched tape on him. He's very lean. Once again, can move well, can, can engage at the point of attack. I think there's a lot to like about him. And it seems like Auburn, um, Auburn really likes this kid.
0: He's a guy that is absolutely a powerhouse. You turn on his film, you've seen that he has not missed any weight training opportunities. <laughs> so he was uh, a first-team All Ivy League selection this year, and some people might scoff at that. But he has some technique and understanding. He grasps the system, and he's another guy that can command a double team. That is yeah. worth more than a tackle oftentimes because it frees up other guys' chances to make free run at the quarterback, etc. And you just can't teach three hundred pounds at DT, man. You gotta, no, you gotta right. have them. You just can't. You're right.
1: You're right. On three ranks him as the second best defensive lineman in the transfer portal. And he is taking an official visit to Auburn uh, this weekend, according to multiple reports. So this is this is one to watch to me. I think this is going to be a priority um, for for Auburn. And and I think they're going to make sure that they've got all their T's crossed and their I's dotted. I think they want this guy and it's easy to see why they want.
0: If you can get him, it changes what you do next year with your scheme, man. You, you yeah. put him next to some of the other guys I got coming back. The experience that'll mm-hmm. help the young guys not have to play quite as much too.
1: Yeah, So Joey Slackman uh, is his name. Be sure to keep an eye out on him as he will be in town this weekend. What is going on with Auburn's wide receiver situation? Ryan Williams, Perry Thompson, two of the most, uh, anytime I do a radio hit, I'm asked about those two guys over and over and over again. And we'll, uh, we'll discuss, <laughs> our thoughts on the situation regarding both of those guys next right here on locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel is the best place to wager on all of your sports action. As the weather gets colder, the offers they're still red hot at FanDuel right now. You can, uh, if you're a new customer, you can get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks. If your team wins, Put $5 down on Auburn to win the money line on Auburn in the Music City Bowl against Maryland. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. They've got spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off your sports winnings. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the NFL and the Locked On Podcast Network. Final few minutes. of the Scruton Thursday with Brian Smith, Locked on Recruiting Insider. Let's start with Ryan Williams, the most talked about man in the state of Alabama right now, and rightfully so. He reclassified since last we spoke. Brian, and he's still a top 15 player in the class after reclassifying, which is ridiculous. I mean, he, he's just an incredible player. Uh, Where are you in Auburn's chances with this? Do you think it's legitimate? Do you think it's just, you know, uh, them doing a full court press, but it's still going to be Alabama when it's all said and done? Where are you in the Ryan Williams sweepstakes of things?
0: I'm not sure that Ryan knows, to be really honest, because I mean, I've been around him a few times. He's pretty point blank. Like he told me it was going to be Bama or Auburn a couple weeks ago. And, you know, he did, he'd had no reason to lie to me about that. He offered that. You know, I didn't even ask. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well then that, that puts it in perspective. He said he was going to stay home, probably play one of those two. And I was like, cool. And he didn't have a timeline for it. And I, you know, now he's going to make his decision on his birthday, which I believe is going to be his 17th, which is kind of (laughs) scary. February 9th. So now the question is, if you want him, how many times can you get him to your campus? Auburn gets him next. Is he going to take any January? I know they're both going to push like crazy.
1: Yeah, And you have to.
0: Whichever school gets him on campus the most in February is where I expect
1: him to sign. Point Brian, out. do you think it's interesting that... So he, he holds this press conference, and we all knew that he wasn't flipping or anything. We knew he was just reclassifying. But clearly it was important to him, or you, you wouldn't hold a, a press conference. And Auburn sent three guys, three coaches, and nobody else sent anybody. Does stuff like that matter?
0: Every time they see your... Logo walk in, it matters. I'm very surprised that there there were no Alabama coaches there at all.
1: No, it was was just Auburn folks. That is wild. At least that's the story. That's the story.
0: Yeah. Um, Anyway, if that's the case, it's a missed opportunity for Bama. But look, Auburn wouldn't send three guys if they didn't have a chance. (laughs) I go waste their time. They know the Sterling coaches, they've been recruiting Ryan forever this is a very close race or they wouldn't have been there. And they wouldn't have sent three. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just got to read the obvious. You know what I mean? Like, And he's coming back again, check out the basketball game this weekend. I think Auburn's right there. It's going to come down to what happens in February. Or uh, in January.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, All right. Then Perry Thompson, whose name is mentioned a ton too. There's so much smoke around him, potentially flipping back to Alabama. I'm personally not buying it. Brian, I just don't think that that's going to happen. Are you hearing otherwise?
0: I've heard otherwise from multiple people, but that's not from Perry. I've never spoken to Perry in my life. So it depends on who you believe. He's got people on the Alabama side that he has a relationship with, one person in particular, and they've continued to recruit the crap out of him all the way through, which they Mm -hmm. should. But at the same time, Auburn, you know, he Freeze just, had the opportunity to speak with him the other day. That went well. I wouldn't touch that one with a 10-foot pole on predicting where he goes. It's getting real close to signing day, my friend. We'll know
1: soon enough. It needs to get here. It needs to get here. No question about it. The last thing I'll ask you today, when it's all said and done, does Auburn finish with a top 10 class?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So you, you think there's no doubt that Auburn has a top 10 class when it's all said and done?
0: here's the deal with the kids they have left that they're trying to flip. These are all four or five star guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The, the rankings, not only are they going to go up, some of the schools are like Florida's. Oof, they're they not going to go end up down. In the yeah. top 10. <laughs> it's amazing. They were like number two or three at one point that, that's truly amazing. Auburn's going to end up somewhere between seven and 10 is my mm-hmm. guess.
1: Yeah. So, and then cone uh, the, you know, the former Aggies commit. I mean, he, he hasn't really been, been talked one. about a whole lot, but, Auburn seems like they're in a great spot to land him as well. They
0: could get three or four guys and end up at like number six. Wouldn't surprise me. It's, it's be amazing because you and I didn't see that mm-hmm. just a month, month and a half ago. We weren't discussing that on air,
1: off air. Right. Now we
0: are. It's crazy.
1: All of a sudden, you know, you, 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 <laughs> that makes it easier to put uh, that last month of the season behind you and say, okay, yeah. you know, the future, <laughs> the future's coming. It's going to be a young roster in 2024, but the talent is going to be there and you just kind of hope it grows up a little faster than it needs to. So that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Brian, we'll talk about it every step of the way for sure. How can people check out everything you've got going on, but
0: at FB scout underscore Florida on X and over at Auburn daily, uh, certainly going to be a lot of recruiting information in the next couple of weeks oh, yeah. the under armor event, which is right down the road for me in Orlando, Ryan Williams will be there. I'll be covering him. Got that coming up at the end of the month. It's going to be a lot of recruiting information right after signing day too. So stick around to check out Auburn Daily.
1: Yep, yep. And you can find all my uh, written work at auburndaily.com as well. Subscribe to the channel, like the video. We will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on
0: podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.